Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'm Joe Connolly, along with producer Neil A. Caruso, and we will introduce you to the owner of a cool Brooklyn company that has had to adapt as well, just like all businesses. Matthew Cerave owns Wizard Studios, aptly named. They're a very glitzy, modern, high-tech type of events production company. And Matthew, let's just start by asking, what's the biggest adaptation and change you've had to make since the pandemic began? Well, uh, you know, first of all, our industry was ravaged by the effects of uh, the pandemic. Uh, You know, we're in the shoulder to shoulder business uh, and uh, we make our money when people gather in mass. So when people had to stop doing that, uh, we had to resize our company to about half the size that we were. Uh, but the, the blessing there is that it gave us an opportunity to uh, uh, reimagine how our company should look when we started to build it back. Uh, because, you know, in, in small business, you sort of, as your business grows, you don't always have the opportunities to uh, uh, set things up the way you want them to. You just got to kind of adapt as things are growing and, and add parts sort of in a Frankenstein way as you grow. Um, and for us, you know, this was a, we, we came to a full stop and it gave us an opportunity to assess where we had grown to uh, and, and think about what we wanted our business to look like when things started to come back. So we spent a lot of time working on our business to uh, set up standard operating procedures and uh, uh, reorg our org chart so that when we started to bring people back to work, uh, we changed their roles and responsibilities and, and adapted uh, the, the setup of our company to more accurately reflect uh, the way we were wanted to do business moving forward. That's interesting. That's a great description of the opportunity, uh, not the right word, but, I, I, you know, the, uh, the opportunity, I guess, that this situation gave us. Who and how did you do this? redesign. I assume you were dark for a while, but did you keep some employees on to redesign it with them? Was it with you and your one or two top people? How did you go about redesigning? It's a great question. So um, we we have a, you know, a three-level structure in our company. Uh, uh, I have a, a leadership team um, and, and a level of management and then the folks beneath them. Um, and And when it came to having to um, right-size the business on uh, 3.13.20, we, um, you know, I, I figured I was going to keep my whole leadership team, but it, it, it occurred to me I really did need the guys that, that do the work to stick around. So most of my leadership team I had to let go uh, uh, for a time, uh, and, and almost all of them are back now, thank goodness. Um, so, so 
when we hit, we typically do strategic planning uh, in November. And, uh, you know, at first, if I think back, back in April of 2020 was sort of the bottom of the trough for us. And that whole second quarter was, you know, like nothing was happening. But really at that point, we weren't thinking about recasting the company. We were thinking about what we're going to do to survive. And it was all about, you know, trying to get uh, uh, funds that were made available through uh, the Paycheck Protection Plan and, and the EIDL. Um, and then for us, at least, uh, our, we got a call in early June that uh, uh, Joe Biden was going to start hitting the trail again and getting out in front of people. And so I spent uh, from June through the election producing about 80 percent of uh, uh, the live events that the now president uh, was um, uh, uh, was, was performing at. So, so that was. Oh, uh, you had business. You we had did. business. We, we were one of the survivors, and uh, you know, uh, uh, shamefully, I get to say that uh, October of last year was our best single month in 20 years in business, uh, in the middle of a pandemic, and the fourth quarter of last year was our best single quarter in 20 years in business. Uh, all due to uh, work we got through the election and the DNC. So when you redesigned it, it's interesting that, you know, you didn't need as many chiefs as you realized you needed more Indians to figure out how to redesign it. Uh, what were a couple of the main ways that you redesigned things? So um, it, it, it's a bit of a longer story. So when we built our business originally, uh, we found out where we landed in the food chain, right? So when people plan an event, the first thing they do is they find a place that's available on their date that meets their vibe. And, and then they turn to the person after they book the space and they say, hey, we, we're going to need somebody for lighting and, and AV support. Who should we call? And we want those people in the venue to say, call Wizard Studios. So we partnered with venues who became like our sales force. Um, and they would you know, pay for performance, right? So we're, we're preferred or exclusive vendors at, at places like the Intrepid Seer and Space Museum, Tavern on the Green, uh, 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 the Rainbow Room, um, the Prince George Ballroom, the Convene Spaces, uh, the Top of the World Trade Center, just to name a few. There are about 18 venues around New York that we are either the preferred or exclusive uh, uh, vendors for, for audiovisual support. And that- well, You wouldn't want to change that. Um, pardon me? You wouldn't want to change that. No, sir. Uh, it's uh, Those are great relationships to have, and, and we get introduced to some awesome customers. Um, the value of that was really terrific, uh, but it grew us to a certain level and, and you know, producing roughly around 350 events a year. Um, and I was in a Vistage uh, meeting. I'm, I'm a Vistage member that's uh, CEO coaching, and they had a man there speaking about uh, hiring and retaining top talent. And he said, who wants to hire somebody? And I raised my hand and he said, what do you want to hire? I said, I want to hire a salesperson. He said, what do you want the salesperson to do? I said, I want him to bring in a million dollars in business next year. And he said a question to me that changed everything. He said, how would you like that? And I'm like, what do you mean? I want it all now. And he said, no, no, no. Like, do you want $110,000 sales or $10,000 sales? Uh, that gave me pause. And I was like, oh man, I want $10,000 sales. And so he said, great. Does that help you identify better the person you're looking for? And I went, yes, it really does. 
And so with that in mind, we started going after a different kind of business, not the venue-based business, but going after more agency business that's experiential marketing, if you will. So that's where we get to design and build objects of art, scenery, experiences for people, and then incorporate the audiovisual components that part of our core business. And so before Neil asks, be, before Neil asks questions, just explain agency business meaning what? Big uh, advertising agencies as clients? Exactly, out of home okay. advertising. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Neil, yeah. it's very interesting approach to sales. And so, when you made that change, did doors open for you, and that you knew exactly who your new audience was going to be? I wish. <laughs> um, we're Elaborate kind of still figuring bit. it out. Yeah. You know, uh, in, in, in my perfect world, the brand is my customer. In the real world, the brand is never my customer. Uh, we're doing an event currently uh, for, for Hilton, but there's another company that has hired us to produce the work that we're delivering. Uh, and, and in the agency world, you know, they own the brand relationships. Uh, and then they go out and find companies like ours that do the physical work and create the, uh, uh, the, the sets and incorporate the lighting and the video and the audio components and bring it all to life. Uh, and, and that's probably 50% of our business now. So, and then you become a trusted vendor, so you're actually getting referrals from them, correct? From the ad um, Yeah, so we have uh, what we'll call master service agreements with some agencies where we are one of a handful of vendors that they go to because it's very regional, uh, you know, to keep budgets down. They don't want to have to pay for travel and long distance trucking. So fortunately, we're in New York, which is you know, the epicenter of most uh, everybody wants to do an event in New York. Uh, so we get a lot of those good, uh, um, you know, the, the, the higher end uh pieces of those uh, brand experiences. Right. So obviously you're joining us uh, on location today. Um, how much right now this fall is uh, in person? What's the ratio between in person and the virtual event space? Um, so everything is going to still have that virtual component to it. I don't see that ever really going away. And, and the primary reason is that um, folks have realized they're able to cast a wider net and attract more customers to their affinity group by having that virtual component. So I'm actually at a site visit right now with a nonprofit that's holding their first in-person event since 2019, later this year. And I asked them the question, did you also want to live stream this event? And they said, oh, we're concerned that it might erode some of the attendance if they knew that they could you know, uh, uh, see the event uh, live streamed. I said, well, we can put a gateway on that and charge admission, just like you're charging admission to come for the catered meal and see it live. Uh, and they thought that was a good idea. If you gate, you know, put a gateway on it, then you can still offer people the option of seeing the event in person or seeing it virtually. Gateway meaning charge. Yes, sir. Not interesting. I'm still thinking. It's give. Tell us more about this Vistage insight uh, that you had. Instead of going for more customers, you're going for fewer different customers. Seems brilliant when you boil it down. Yeah. Well, you talk about uh, uh, money for a living, and so um, for me, this was balancing my portfolio. 
right? So I, I knew I wanted to double the size of my company, uh, but I didn't want to double the number of events that we were producing. So I needed to go for uh, customers that would provide me with a higher average ticket. And for us, that meant uh, in engaging more with uh, experiential marketing companies. So, so how did you do that then? Tell, so once you decided to go for the big ticket clients, yes, sir. what did you do? Uh, call Verizon on the phone or how did you go about this? <laughs> uh, so we had one or two uh, agency clients who we started to sort of uh, um, press a little more, if you will, and uh, dig deeper into those relationships. We are fortunate in that we hadn't really done a lot of outbound um, marketing for our business. We grew generally organically through referral and word of mouth uh, based on all those relationships that we had built with, um, uh, with the venues over the years. Uh, and, and on the back of our brand promise, uh, which is that uh, we, we work to exceed your expectations so that you hire us again. And I had built my company on that same motto of like, I'll do whatever it takes to ensure I keep you as a client because it costs way more for me to acquire a new customer than it does to make sure that you're going to come back. Thank you, uh, Matthew of Wizard Studios. Uh, what a job you do and how interesting you've made your business for us. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.